I'm joined by Colin McIntosh, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. Thank you very much for joining me, Colin. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to be on the pod. Thank you. And where, where are you taking this call from? You got some Sheets and Giggles boxes behind you? Uh, it's just the office is pretty, pretty uh, nondescript. I won't move my camera around too much because there's whiteboards and boxes and all sorts of other uh, garbage all around me. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, I, I managed to clear out a little you know, uh, rectangle to, to keep it clean. <laughs> Perfect. And well, it looks, it looks great. And yeah, you're, you're in, the based... in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Nice. Curious to know, just going to sheets and giggles. Uh, I'm a huge fan of puns. That's like kind of my thing. A lot of my friends know me for that. So I'm wondering to know, or I wanted to know how many sheets and giggles puns do you, or sheets puns do you make a day? Still? A, a day, uh, probably down to like four or five. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I first started, I was out of control. Um, but yeah, right now, I mean, we, you know, it depends on how much content we're doing. So, so yeah. I, I, you know, it's interesting. We, we, I think the brand name is extremely powerful the first time you hear it. And then generally speaking, I try to only say it, uh, maybe I only call it S and G from then is a better way right. to describe it. I actually don't say it at all after that. You see it on our website basically one time. It's on our homepage and our logo up top. And then after that, it's S and G everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's a that. very, it's a very good attention grab, a very good, very good initial introduction to the brand. Um, but I think that kind of loses power. And the same goes for the puns. Is you know, we might send an email out that says, you know, tonight sheet hits the fan for doing some type of sale, or uh, we'll say we made this for you, Calyptus. Uh, it's a, uh, you know, so we do a lot of bad puns, uh, you know, uh, Those sometimes, are the best. sometimes it's, they're, they're poorly, uh, we say poorly bed secuted. Um, but, uh, we're pretty bed serious over here. So we, <laughs> sorry, I can't, oh, man. that's why I got to say S and G. I was just making myself laugh. So yeah, we got a lot, of, a lot of puns in the hopper. Well, that's great. You're a dad joke ready. I, I actually it was so I bought, I actually started the company partially because I bought the domain years ago uh, when I was just thinking about funny funny puns for a bedsheets company, um, which is a weird thing to think about. But I actually own a lot of pun based uh, domains, so uh, I got That's a few other ones. Hobby. If if anyone wants a you know if you're thinking of a product company or company and you're like I wonder if there's a pun for this company idea that I have, I have a domain a dot com that I would happily give to you. So. Great. I will start investigating. Yeah. Search within. Yeah. I think my, my favorite one is uh, sunglasses half full. I really like that. Sunglasses half full dot com. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few other really good ones, but that's oh, a really man. Good one. We'll have to geek out on puns. Uh, yeah. I'm, I've started creating a, a book of puns. That's just something I do on a the book side. Of puns? Yeah. Just like I come well, up. I, punology pun one. I actually call it, it's uh, Daniel's secret stash of pornography. Okay. That's good too. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, oh man. Well, it's nice to find a fellow, uh, a fellow play on words. aficionado. Yeah. So. You're the only one that uh, can talk about it for more than like 15 seconds. Which no, is, I, it's people. I've never met anyone else. <laughs> we, we always say if you like puns, sleeping and sustainability, potentially even in that order, Sheets and Giggles is the best brand for you. Excellent. Well, I think that's a great intro. Um, <laughs> so I was reading on your website and I was absolutely shocked to read um, about how much water is needed to produce oh, a kilo of cotton. Um, so 
It's crazy. It's 20,000 liters. And that's yeah, for a kilo, and, and, yeah. and a kilo of cotton, because I, I don't really understand what a kilo of cotton means, but it says it's that's basically like one t-shirt or a pair of jeans. It depends it just depends yeah. on the on the fabric use and, and what it's using for. But basically, so a t-shirt, generally speaking, ballpark. Yeah going to use about two and a half thousand liters for the production of like a single medium sized t-shirt wow. and then and then for a set of bed sheets you're talking about four thousand liters or more um mm. for a bed sheet and so uh it's cotton's extremely water thirsty yeah and yeah. Then in, in comparison our sheets uh are made from eucalyptus lyocell which is a, a sustainable fabric made from eucalyptus trees mm-hmm. uh and so our sheets use about 150 liters of water in comparison so it's wow. a, yeah, it's a massive reduction. It saves, uh, you know, almost four thousand liters. It's almost the entire entire thing. That's a sheet yeah. ton. It's a sheet ton, <laughs> and uh, it's a you know no more for me <laughs> for for the Americans listening. That's uh, about a thousand gallons per sheet set is what we estimate. Yeah. Uh, we save up to versus cotton uh, typical cotton sheets, and so uh, you know we've sold now tens of thousands of units. So. Uh, a thousand gallons is actually uh, about five years worth of the average person's drinking water. Um, Craziness. And so, yeah, you drink about a half gallon a day. And so, um, you know, that means that uh, we've saved hundreds of thousands of years of fresh drinking water uh, for people um, in, in that production. So it's really great because, I mean, yeah. if, you, if you watch uh, some of the documentaries on uh, how much water we're using as a society, as we you know, go from 7 billion to 8 billion people now. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with water is that it's a finite resource, right? There's only so much you can use any one given point in time. Um, and so uh, I think that people don't understand how much water just goes into the production of their everyday, um, you know, apparel, home textiles, yeah. uh, and a lot of other categories as well. I mean, we're, you know, it's not, it's talking about almonds, you're talking about all sorts of different things that yeah. just use a, mess of water so that's the biggest i think uh thing with us in terms of sustainability is the uh water the other piece of course is that our eucalyptus trees don't require any insecticides or pesticides right and that's because they're they're naturally repellent yeah and okay and and so uh and so basically our uh our sheets end up using zero insecticides zero pesticides uh to make whereas cotton by itself as a crop is going to use anywhere from most estimates 16 to 24% of the world's insecticides uh, just by That's itself. Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's and it only uses about two and a half percent of the world's arable land. Um, mm-hmm. So it's actually a really big ratio uh, in terms of the insecticide use per acreage um, just compared to other crops. Um, yeah. Bugs love cotton. So it's yeah. tasty, I guess. Yeah. So yes. arable, <laughs> arable land is like land where you can grow stuff. Exactly. Yeah. We can grow uh, crops. Like yeah. Corn, exactly. soybeans. Whereas yeah. eucalyptus trees, they can grow on non-arable land. And so, um, you know, generally speaking, the, the farms that we use, they're not, uh, you know, fertile farmland where you'd want to grow crops. Yeah. Um, they're more biodiverse farms that you grow spruce, pine, beech, uh, eucalyptus trees, um, all sorts of different plants, and then uh, we we harvest and branch the trees from those farms, uh, and so it's a much more sustainable process. It's also, um, you know, one of the things I, I love about it is that we plant two new trees for every one that we harvest every time. Yeah, I saw that. New tree, and then also for every order that we get, we plant a new tree somewhere in the United States that needs reforestation. Um, frequently, right here in Colorado, because we have a lot of forest fires out here. Um, but California, Colorado, um, and Florida are the three states where we plant, um, a lot of trees in areas that have been deforested from wildfires. 
That's amazing. So the, the two trees that you plant uh, every time you, so I, th there's so much to talk about. Um, yes. the, the, the two, the two trees that you plant uh, and that tree that you plant when someone buys, those are all based in somewhere in the U S. So the two, the two trees that we plant when we harvest the tree, that's for our raw fiber production for the eucalyptus oh, so fiber. So you replace that. We replace that. We replace it with two oh, trees. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So it's more of investing in the future. Yeah. Um, and those are, we, we rotate our farms. So there's, we have farms based that we, uh, work with based in Canada, Sweden, South Africa, India. Um, wow. and so, uh, you know, uh, that's just something that, uh, we do to invest and make sure that we always have raw materials. Yeah, um, awesome. and then, uh, in terms of, uh, the, the tree that we plant per order, that's something that we actually do via a really fantastic organization called mm -hmm. one tree, one tree planted shout out to them. Um, uh, and so basically at the end of every calendar year, um, we calculate the amount of orders that we've sold. Um, we pull together a big donation and then we actually will donate, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to these organizations Amazing. and that allows them to plant, you know, tens of thousands of trees based on our, our last year's order history. So it's actually something that I was just talking to somebody about the other day, the way that we set things up from the get go at the company was, um, not, it's interesting. I feel like it's kind of cliche to say like, you know, sustainability is in our DNA. Like it's what we're all about or whatever yeah. it is. The way, the way that I think about it is it's baked into our variable cost structure. So basically we, um, do good things for the earth and good things for other human beings. Mm -hmm. Uh, if we are successful as a company and that's just baked into, uh, how we structure every sale. So, yeah. uh, you know, we donate 1% of our profits and actually ends up being about 1% of our revenue, uh, to local Colorado charities. Nice. We, uh, donate a bunch of bed sheets and blankets to homeless shelters in the Denver area. I've lost track of how many donations that's been. Uh, you know, our customers will donate their sheet sets for 10% off future order, which, you know, is both a marketing function and it distributes, uh, blankets and sheets to homeless shelters around the country. Yeah. Plant the tree. For it's stuff from landfill as well. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 10 million tons of textiles get tossed away in the U S every year. Um, a lot wow. of that is also non-biodegradable like synthetics, like a polyester uh, microfiber. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, or the, the other thing about our sheets is that because they're made from eucalyptus trees, they're just it's cell. It's called cellulosic rayon, so rayon mm -hmm. fabric from cellulose plants. Okay. Um, and so basically, uh, it's very similar to bamboo viscose for people that are familiar with that. But it's actually mm -hmm. more sustainable than bamboo production because with bamboo produ viscose production, you actually wind up getting a decent amount of runoff associated with the process because they can't reuse the solvents that they uh, use to break the wood down into a pulp in each batch of, batch of pulp production. Whereas with the eucalyptus lyocell, it's the third generation of this process. Um, Modal is the second generation and lyocell is the third. And so with the eucalyptus lyocell versus the bamboo viscose, you're able to reuse the solvents in every single batch. So it's just wood in, pulp out, wood in, pulp out. Uh, and you reuse about 99.5% of the chemicals in oh, every wow. batch of lyocell fiber. Um, and so it's generally considered the most sustainable fabric in the world, saves water, saves energy, uh, saves insecticides, pesticides, biodegrades in nine weeks. Once it's placed into a landfill, it doesn't leave a trace. Um, you know, no microplastics runoff like you do have with polyester sheets or microfiber sheets. Um, and it's, you know, aside from the sustainability, it's funny. I know sustainability podcasts are talking yeah. about it. We, we very rarely lead with the sustainability because I, I have a, just a theory 
that Americans are are fairly selfish consumers. I'm one of them. Uh, I'm an American and uh, proud of it. Uh, uh, not as proud as I used to be, but still proud. Uh, and uh, and so you know, one of the things that uh, I really, to my bones, believe is that if you have the most sustainable product in the world, nobody's going to buy it if it's not a fantastic product. And so that's Absolutely. also one of the benefits of the eucalyptus slyo cell is that uh, it's incredibly soft, incredibly smooth. It feels like silk. Um, and uh, it's actually going to be more breathable, softer, lighter um, than a cotton sheet or, or even than a bamboo sheet. So it's really fantastic for hot sleepers as well. And zero static, hypoallergenic, all mine. And it's like noticeably softer or you, you have to kind of pay attention? Literally, it's literally softer. It literally has a lower coefficient of friction. Um, wow. So it actually has a lower surface friction than cotton. So our, we have a 400 thread count sheet that we sell. Um, and that's going to feel like a much higher, uh, you know, probably like closer to a 800 or so thread count cotton. Um, and just in terms of the comparable smoothness, yeah. um, thread count is threads per square inch. So the amount of threads that cross in a square inch of fabric. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what that allows us to do is it allows us to have an incredibly smooth, soft, silky feel to the sheets. Um, that is just super luxurious. I mean, I do yeah. like my, I do bed angels before I go to bed every night. <laughs> fantastic. Um, but also we can do a lower part of product testing, four, like a 400. Um, and we're able to have that hand while still that feel while yeah. still, uh, having incredible breathability from the slightly lower thread count. Wow. That's really cool. So the, the trees, um, cause you've said the word harvested, um, uh, you're actually, I mean, for lack of a better word, you're, you're cutting them down and using the, you, you, you can all, you can also branch them. So you don't necessarily have said, to okay. harvest the whole tree. You can also branch. Um, and so and they you regrow the branches after. Some yeah, time. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, like I said, we, we, uh, uh, we'll plant a new tree every time that one actually does get harvested. Two new trees, actually, right. um, and then that way you're ensuring that one will grow to adulthood. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so it's a very, it's an incredibly renewable, sustainable resource. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's just a really fantastic process. And then overall, it ends up having this tremendous water savings, pesticide, insecticide savings, um, and uh, arable land savings, yeah. uh, energy savings in terms of kilowattage. Um, so you said yeah. about the, about how they're, well, with bamboo, you were talking about runoff, um, but yeah. eucalyptus doesn't have that. So, um, the lyocell, um, yeah. that's, I'm, I'm not quite sure what that is. So that's like, it's, so it's, I, so it's rayon. So you, so when people say, uh, sorry, I shouldn't, you, you, you yeah, well, I don't, I don't really know what rayon is either. Okay, so I'm just so, trying to understand, like picture the process, I, think, I guess. Yeah. So, so a lot of people, when they hear rayon, yeah. They think um, synthetic because okay. it sounds synthetic and technically the U.S. Yeah. government classifies it as a man-made fabric mm -hmm. because bamboo doesn't grow on the ground as a fluffy fiber like yeah, cotton. Right. Uh, oh, you know, uh, modal, if you've heard of modal, that's mm -hmm. made a lot from mixed woods like beech wood, spruce, pine. Um, that doesn't grow on the ground as a fluffy fiber, so it's man-made. Uh, and, and these are all like, like these are, textiles. So these are so viscose, modal, and lyocell are the three generations of what's called cellulosic rayon. So when you, cellulosic rayon, plant-based fabric, Got and it. so <clears throat> basically uh, viscose is kind of the first generation of the process. It's an older technology, 
Um, and so they'll take bamboo wood, put it in this big batch of solvents, out comes this pulp, they dry the pulp, turns into a fiber, the fiber gets turned into a yarn, the yarn gets turned into a fabric. It, mm-hmm. Literally identical process in terms of the high level with uh, the modal and with biocell. There, but there are different base woods that are used for each process. So bamboo is usually used for viscose. Beech wood, spruce wood, and pine is usually used for modal. And eucalyptus right. is usually used for lyocell. And the lyocell is the third generation of this process. And that's why it's the most sustainable. It's why, in my opinion, it yields the best product. Um, it yields the softest product, the most breathable, the most durable uh, product out of these three processes. And so when you hear bamboo sheets or bamboo fabric or bamboo shirts, it's not bamboo, right? The same way that our sheets are not eucalyptus bark, <laughs> just yeah. your wood and cheese, but it's, the, it's describing the base wood used in the, uh, the rayon development process. Um, so that's, that's kind of uh, a, a basic uh, introduction to it. It's, pretty, it's, it's okay. super interesting. And, yeah. it, uh, and, you know, it, when it comes to bamboo viscose, it can be sustainable as long as the runoff from the manufacturer is disposed of properly. So you'd be looking for manufacturers that work with people like um, ZDHC, which is like Zero Discharge of Hazardous Chemicals, ZDHC.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, our manufacturing partner is signed up with them. Um, and so, uh, you know, when, when we make Lyocell, there is no runoff associated with the process. Um, but any runoff that there is, any wa- wastewater or anything like that from our process, uh, our plants actually recapture it and run it through a four-tier reverse osmosis system underneath uh, the plant. And then uh, I actually have a really interesting picture, I think, on one of our blog posts uh, that I wrote a while ago that uh, is the... We can pull it up, actually. Yeah, I can't remember the, the which one it is. It's probably from sometime in 2018. Uh, and uh, basically, it uh, shows the before and the after of the, of the water that goes through our factory where we actually just reuse the water continuously, uh, which, oh, also wow. help, which also helps with the amount of water that we use in, in the water savings there. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, it should just be on the blog on the on sheets. Would sheetsgiggles.com. Our... Plug for everybody. To... Yeah, sheetsgiggles.com forward slash blogs. Um, was that our India trip plus manufacturing? That's the one. Yeah, there's an image in there. There's Actually, it's a really fun blog post. I got to write a new one or um, make it into its own page because like, I love that uh, content that we have there in terms of yeah. pictures and GIFs and videos of our yeah, it's fun. manufacturing, um, what it looks like. Um, and so there's an image, I think somewhere probably halfway down the page of two. Um, uh, I love the step, yeah, the step GIFs. Yeah. Uh, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I took all these videos myself. Oh, wow. Look um, at that thing. It's super cool. It's super, super, super interesting. Uh, did we pass it already? Uh, no, keep going. Want the, or, there it is, right there. So, oh, wow. so you can see the before. Is my, these are my really bad Photoshop skills. I, I wrote this blog personally. So this is a really terrible Photoshop skills. That's great. My team, Better than I would do. I literally, that's the caption. I literally have the caption. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry so, for the bad Photoshop I yeah, did exactly. myself. <laughs> yeah, so this, this is why a CEO shouldn't touch graphic design. Um, but so, you know, the, on the left, you've got kind of, um, what after, uh, our sheets are made, uh, is the wastewater that's captured from the process. 
Um, and then the after, and to be clear, this isn't the, the fiber production that's, there's no runoff associated with that. This is just the actual manufacturing of the, of the sheets and the sewing. Um, and then, uh, basically we capture that wastewater, uh, running through an osmosis system, uh, underneath the plant and then pump it back into the, the system. So there's no, no discharge, no runoff. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the one on in the before picture is completely black mm -hmm. and the one in yeah. the after is absolutely clear. I mean, it looks like normal drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. You could drink it. It's, it's, I mean, literally, uh, Four times reverse osmosis quite yeah. a lot when I, yeah. When, when I, when I do, uh, you know, when I go down home to, uh, you know, South Florida, that's, uh, what I always learned, learned growing up. Um, my, my mom, uh, probably beat this in the knee of brainwash me into thinking <laughs> this, but apparently where I'm from, uh, South Florida has some of the best drinking water in the country because of our reverse osmosis system. So, okay. um, but yeah. Wow. So, so you're, what you're saying is that actually because of this reverse osmosis system, you're able to reuse the same water. Basically yeah, exactly. Yeah, forever. exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's, you know, there's obviously certain amounts of water lost in the process, but we're yeah. basically trying to capture as much as possible to that our, our, uh, you know, manufacturing practices. One of the things when I was getting going, setting up the company, um, and meeting with different manufacturing partners was, um, you know, on-site examinations of, of different facilities and, mm. um, you know, different certifications that, um, you know, different people had and, and trying to understand, uh, not just in 2017 when I was setting up the company, what, uh, you know, what was the current certification that I'd be looking for or the current practices I'd be looking for, but also forward thinking organizations and people that I, that I wanted to work with, um, on an ethical level uh in a number of different ways and so um really love our our partners um in india they're really fantastic people uh we got about a, a i think a 40 person team or so now that uh works on um our sheet production and wow. uh we go out there a couple times uh every quarter or so um and uh i love getting out there personally it's a really fun place and uh uh, we're actually opening up our first U.S. base manufacturing line this year, later in August, um, nice. August September, and that'll be based in Alabama, actually. So um, I'm really, really happy and proud of that. It'll also save me a lot of headaches from a global logistics perspective. Yeah, and travel. Um, yeah, there's always, you know, there's just always certain things uh, when it comes to importing, exporting, especially when you have, um, I guess, an uncertain uh trade policy administration so yeah it's it's uh it's uncertain times right now for global supply chains yeah yeah well without going too far down that yeah down the political in that direction yeah yeah. Sure. yeah 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 um yeah i'm i'm curious to know cuz you work uh just going back to how the trees are grown cuz i'm i'm a i'm a i'm a huge lover of trees and i absolutely love forests and i think it's really cool that you plant two for every one that you uh take down and also that you you plant trees uh, in California, Colorado, and Florida, but you work specifically with a company or organization called Canopy? Yeah, so that's actually who our manufacturing partner works with uh, uh, in terms of managing the farms. Um, they're a really interesting organization. So, and what do they do? So they've got uh, uh, different tenants that they make sure that their partners don't, um, you know, don't do any harm towards natural environments or um, you know, uh, people that live in the areas where they grow their trees. Um, you know, it's well documented how in the 1800s there were, um, you know, eucalyptus trees became extremely popular for, mm. uh, you know, uh, I would say, um, 
people in, I was going to say just, I mean, poor people in uh, Latin America and in Portugal um, and in other places where the government incentivized basically growing your own uh, eucalyptus trees and oh, then they would be giving, yeah, giving a bounty for them. Yeah, it was really yeah. basically for the paper industry. It was a huge explosion uh, in, in eucalyptus farming in the 1800s and, and 1900s. Um, and uh, unfortunately, it wasn't done in a, a controlled manner. And so uh, what ended up happening was uh, a lot of eucalyptus ended up being an invasive species in yeah. uh, a lot of these places. Um, and so you can see tons of that in California. Tons, like, yeah, everywhere. Tons, yeah, exactly. In California, there's like eucalyptus forests in certain parts of California. We we get a lot of we get a lot of uh, requests for once we do open up our our American supply chain, if yeah. we could use invasive eucalyptus as a base wood, um, it would be a little hard in terms of quality control. Right. Um, but it's definitely something that, uh, I would say is a, a long-term goal of the company. Yeah. To do. That'd be really cool if you could take it's out the invasive cool. species it'd, and then plant two trees of like local native it'd species. It'd be incredible. It'd be, it'd be the coolest thing ever if we could, if we could do that, um, you know, probably within a number of years. Um, oh, but yeah, so, so canopy is really great. They make sure that, um, you know, basically they say protecting forests from the forest industry. Um, <laughs> and funny. yeah, it's, it's basically making sure the farms are, uh, biodiverse, that there's, you know, no child labor used, that there's no, um, you know, that there's no taking advantage of local people in terms of working the farms, that there's, yeah. you know, we're talking about farms in Canada and Sweden and, uh, you know, South Africa and India and other places. And so, um, you know, it, it's basically just a, a check to make sure that uh, our raw materials are farmed and harvested in the most ethical way mm-hmm. um, possible. And so uh, working with NGOs, um, like Canopy is how our manufacturing partner ensures that for us. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's really cool that they're focusing on biodiversity because, I mean, if you're going to be planting all these trees yeah, exactly. as well, yeah, like do a lot of good for that part of the... Yeah, we're not... Land. I mean, it's not like we're the only... Um, you know, we're the only customer of, of these farms. They're, they're also yeah. growing all sorts of different types of wood. And so, um, yeah, but it's, it's, a it's, they're a really great organization. Um, and then, you know, we also work with, uh, with other organizations that we donate to and that we work with. We, um, we just made a big donation. We don't, we don't harvest any trees from Australia, obviously, but we mm. don't, t- we don't touch any endangered or ancient forest whatsoever. Yeah, um, awesome. yeah, but you know, obviously Australia, wildflowers in Australia were enormous, yeah. huge hot button this year. Um, and something that was really devastating. I think over half a billion was half a billion animals died. Um, yeah. last time I the, yeah. there was awful. a billion, at, they were saying a billion at one point. It's just, it was just, I, and so basically what we did was, um, we normally don't do a, a black Friday sale. We actually do. We have what's called purple Friday where the week before black Friday we'll, oh, cool. we'll yeah, we'll do our biggest sale of the year. And basically we just tell people nice. like, yeah, we want to be with our families on Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, don't bother us on, on Thanksgiving. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, this year we actually ended up doing a black Friday through cyber Monday sale. Um, and we ended up, uh, saying, uh, was, you know, Hey, whatever you buy, it's going to be 20% off, um, already. And we did, we did 30% off for purple Friday. So we were like, it's not as good as sales last week. So, you know, if you missed last week, sorry, sorry for you. Yeah. But we're also going to donate 20% of all the proceeds to uh, the World Wildlife Fund um, uh, to help specifically to their koala donation arm. Um, and that goes straight to uh, volunteers and resources on the ground in Australia. 
I think they estimate that it's something like $50 can uh, uh, treat an injured koala and save a koala's life. Um, wow. And so we ended up raising over that weekend. And we also, we matched the first 5,000 uh, nice. that was, that was raised by oh, man, that's our sales. So generous <laughs> for a third company in its third year. It was definitely a financial, uh, output outlay, yeah. uh, but it was, but it was, I'll tell you what, when I wrote, we ended up wiring 17 grand to Amazing. the world wildlife fund. And, um, you know, they're, they're not like an official partner of ours or anything. They're just, uh, we, we did a few research on some organizations, um, and we basically, uh, we basically just chose one of the biggest names to make sure that we were, uh, sending it somewhere that was going to put the money to good use and, and yeah. had a good, a good history of donating, uh, a lot of the dollars that they, that they raise versus going into administrative, uh, nonsense. Um, next donation we do probably go towards, um, different funds so we can spread that around a little bit. Um, but basically, uh, I, it felt really, really awesome to to donate that on be, both on behalf of our customers and then also five thousand dollars straight from the company. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really it was really cool, uh, and I and I feel really happy that we've set the company up to do stuff like that just as a function of of doing business. Absolutely, that seventeen thousand. Um, I just divided it by fifty on my calculator. That's three hundred forty koalas. That is awesome. Yeah, I, that is I, yeah, so awesome. I think we did that math when we emailed the folks to, who yeah. bought a sheet set. Or a duvet cover, or you know something else on on that weekend. We emailed them, and I think that's exactly what we said. We said over three hundred koalas um, are you know getting treated right now. Uh, that's amazing, you know, and they need right it now. so badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was well. I mean, it was the amount of money that was raised was really tremendous. I, I'm sure you were following that entire yeah saga. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it was, was amazing. It was all. I mean, I'll tell you what. It felt really amazing for us to be in a position to donate that much in such mm-hmm. a, a short short period of time for the company's history. Yeah. Um, but at the same time I was, you know, a little sheepish in terms of the amount just because people were donating, you know, people were donating million dollar checks and that sort of thing. But it's, it's every single donation matters. And I love that they break it down in terms of $20 does this, yeah, you know, uh, $50 does this, a hundred dollars does this. So that way you can kind of see directly where, uh, the impact would be of those donations. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a really great way to do it. And I mean, obviously koalas are so closely related to what you do because they love eucalyptus. They're, they're maybe ma- more than a, you do. They're all, they're our mascot. So we've got, you know, uh, one of our packages. So I thought Harvey was your mascot. Har- Harvey is our mascot. I'll call him over in a little bit. Yeah. So you get the koala. Oh yeah, there he is on the package. So yeah, we, you know, um, we try to make sure that we're putting good karma back into the world and, um, it's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun, man. Um, I'm really, I feel really happy sometimes that I get to do business and, um, you know, I, I didn't pay myself for 15 months when I was starting the company. So that was challenging and working 18 hour days, seven days a week. And, um, but now I've got a, a growing full-time team in Denver. Uh, we've got people full-time remote in California and Florida we have our team in India, um, who, you know, is lovely people and, and, uh, really, and we're actually, um, going to sponsor somebody this year, bring them over to the States and, and cool. hire them full time to work at our company. Nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just really, it's been really, really, really dream come true, I guess, in terms of, uh, of the business and seeing it, seeing it grow into what it is now. Yeah. And you're just getting started. I mean, just three years and like you have so many plans already. We're literally in our 17th month of shipping. 
So we're, we, yeah, we're in our third year, but we only have been, we did a crowdfund in, in May, 2018 to get started. So we're actually really only in, we started shipping in October, 2018. So we're, Mm. we're, you know, but we, I think, um, you know, September sales this year were 11 X September, 2018 and January sales this year were five X January last year. So, um, yeah, I feel feel really happy with with how oh, things have gone so far. The best is yet to come. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's really awesome. And um, I'm just conscious of time here. So one question I I love to ask, uh, kind of to inspire me. In addition to everything that you're doing with with SNG, uh, <laughs> and and all the donations you're doing and planting trees and everything. What do you do like just personally on a day to day to be environmentally friendly, just like when you're at home or at, at the office? Oh, I, so um, I actually have like a, a really f- a couple of things that are not, I would say like, not like um, it's interesting. Cause I think it's a good question. Um, I think the, the a question a lot of people I see online is like, how do I make an impact as like yeah, a, exactly. as a person or as a, as a consumer? And I think that the latter part of that as a consumer is actually, I think more important than as a, as a person. I mean, we can all shut the water off when we're, you know, I don't shave, but you know, when we're, when we're brushing <laughs> our teeth or, you know, we can all take shorter showers. We can all, um, you know, shut the lights off. And I've got, I have like my smart home, like routine for when I leave my house, I, it goes into total, like, you know, low energy mode, everything shuts off. I'll, I have yeah. some, like, you know, don't the plugs don't draw power and stuff like that. So hmm. the, s- small stuff like that, I think is important, but that it's, when you think about, uh, the real power that people have is in their mass consumer, um, decision purchases and so you know for example we don't use an ounce of plastic in our in our packaging and that was initially we we did use plastic and we had a lot of people email us and we use plastic for very specific reason we we were worried about water damage in transit from when once fedex picks up a unit at our warehouse we don't have any type of insight into how that person's treating that package they're leaving outside in the rain the porch has a overhang they drop it off on whatever it is and we just got told by enough customers that like hey you know i'm buying your sheets you know one because they're amazing but two because they're sustainable and you guys use the plastic in the packaging it's antithesis to what you're doing as a company and i said you know what you're right Uh, so it costs us a little bit more money um but you know we have a nice uh uh uh, you know nice thick cardboard on the box that is recyclable um Mm -hmm. but that does prevent any type of internal damage um, and then we also have a tissue wrap and a couple other, we have a, uh, now, uh, we take upcycled fabric from our warehouse. So fabric that would have been wasted, just like waste fabric. And we create, uh, actually these knapsacks, uh, that we wrap the sheets oh, yeah, with. Yeah, I heard about this. And, oh, those yeah, cool. and so that way we can actually wrap the sheets with something that's upcycled, that's useful cloth, uh, here. And that way, you know, you have like a knapsack that comes with the sheets and that great. would have otherwise just been thrown away. Right. It would have just been thrown away. Um, and so that's a, that's a step in the right direction. But also now we'd have no plastic in the packaging. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that, my point is that the best way, like my, my routine or like what I would say is like the best thing for someone to do is to very politely, like there's no, like I think that you catch more flies with honey and vinegar, right? Um, yeah. Email some of your favorite companies, you know, say, hey, I don't want you guys to use pack, plastic in the packaging. I, you know, I ordered this from you. It had too much 
packaging or you know you say hey are you coming out with more sustainable options create the consumer demand because when that customer service team gets enough emails it shows a pattern of you know people want this that's when they forward it to the marketing team yeah. when the marketing team gets a hold of it that's when the product team gets a hold of it as <laughs> after you know after the marketing team does so I would say um, best thing you can do is to um, very politely and frequently ask companies to change some of their habits. Um, and then what ends up happening is you have, you know, it, it, who, maybe the, the 50 people, right, that emailed us and told us about plastic and packaging are now responsible for tens of thousands yeah, of packages amazing. that have shipped with, without single-use plastic in them. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's kind of what I would say is the best thing to do, um, is to be, you know, strategic about it and, and, uh, go about this in a really good way. And then, uh, you know, um, secondarily, it's also just about being a conscious consumer and what you're buying off the shelf. So for example, you know, if, uh, if you go to a store and you're, and you're buying a bunch of stuff with single use plastics, or if you're actually op- opting for things that have biodegradable packaging, or things that have, um, you know, maybe reclaimed plastic packaging, um, you know, whatever, whatever it might be, you're going to support companies that are making those decisions. And let me tell you, like, these are not cheap decisions. Like these are, you know, multi hundred thousand dollar bets, uh, at minimum that companies are making at a time. And for larger companies that have larger mm-hmm. distribution chains, you're talking about multi multi million dollar bets that they're making at any one given point in time. And so you want to reward good behavior. Um, you know, not necessarily uh, punish bad behavior in a sense as far as, you know, be, be rude or crude to companies that, that aren't doing these things because everybody has yeah. reasons as to why they're doing one form of business or another, but ask them to change. Um, and so th- those, are, those are my biggest things. And then also from a personal level, you can go to Amazon when you buy something. If you go to settings and you reach out to them and you do a support request, you can request that all of your orders come with plastic-free packaging. Um, really? Yeah, so if you Google how to make my Amazon orders plastic-free packaging, they will, if you, if you ask them, they will honor your request, put a note on your account, and then when they pack things in the warehouse, it will only come in cardboard with none of the plastic uh, bubbles and, and single-use plastic. That's that amazing. I had no idea. Yeah, so more and more people should do that. And then on, on another level, uh, another plug, sorry, I guess I have a lot of little little things. Yeah, you, you can of, life hacks. Amazon, I like Amazon. They're, you know, they get a lot of hate and deservedly so. They do a lot of good things. They should get some praise, deservedly so. One <laughs> of the things that they do is they, if you go on smile.amazon.com, do all your shopping. If you ever buy anything from Amazon, always buy it from smile.amazon.com. They donate half a percent of your order value to the charity of your choice, any charity. Like you literally just plug in any charity and they'll send them the money. And it doesn't come from the business that's selling the product on Amazon. It doesn't come from you. It just comes from Amazon's half percent of the revenue. So if everybody did that, if you go look up the amount of revenue that Amazon made, on their retail operations last year. Oh yeah. Half a percentage of that would be an extraordinary amount of money donated to charity if everybody shopped on smile on amazon.com. Absolutely. I'm just going to go to the website here cuz I think I remember seeing how much they Well, look, but not just Amazon's revenue cuz they have AWS and a bunch of other really fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. divisions, but if you look up Amazon retail revenue, it'll be their retail division. And that's the one that you can donate half a percent of your order on if you do smile.amazon.com when you're ordering whatever it is that you order on Amazon. Yeah, it's it's such a great 
such a great way to do it. And so easy. Like you said, it doesn't, it doesn't actually change anything about your order. Um, no. It's just Amazon. Um, I'm, I'm on their website, but for some reason I can't, I thought no, I it's literally, if, it, before, if yeah. you, you know, it was, if you think about, you know, every $1 million of revenue that Amazon makes, yeah. um, you know, you'd be looking at, you could do $5,000 donated um, to, to charity, which is yeah, extremely amazing. meaningful to food pantries and animal shelters and, um, you know, environmental, uh, charities and yeah. Um, so, yeah. Great reminder. I, I, I've, yeah, I've shopped on Amazon or smile.amazon.com, um, a handful of times, but somehow I just, yeah, that, that should be like, you should make a bookmark. That's a, just so you always go there. Final thing is that <laughs> there are any, uh, business owners in the audience that are, um, like to have teams of, of people that they work with, uh, what I would recommend that you do is there's a, a company that we use shout out to uh, a company called Zestful, like zest, like lemon zest full. Um, and if yeah, if you will, uh, zestful.com. And it's more of like a corporate perks program. So like, you know, we use it for other stuff too. Like you can say, you know, Oh, you get to spend $50 a month on food, hundred dollars a month on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. But we also do, uh, I think it's $25 or $50 a month. I think it's $25 a month that we do through them where employees are able to donate to any charity that they want uh, on the company. So we pay for that. So we also, oh. for all of our employees, they get 25 bucks a month per employee to donate to different charities. They can set it differently every month, set it with oh, that's cool. charity. Um, so, you know, it's also, I think, uh, again, more on the business side of uh, what you can accomplish if you, uh, I think, set things up from the get-go uh, to make an impact and, um, you know, versus like having a corporate social responsibility department or like trying to figure out how you're going to spend your proceeds every year. Yeah. Uh, I just, I love the fact that we don't, we don't plant trees unless we make sales. We can't donate sheet sets, which are the number two most requested item at home in the shelters, unless we sell enough units to, uh, have them to spare and donate. Uh, hmm. and we don't, uh, you know, um, we actually are, we're a pledge 1% company which means that we also one percent of our equity is pledged towards local colorado charities and so if we end up selling the company for a successful exit amount one percent of that actually will go right to colorado charities of our choosing Um, and so it's also baked into our eventual success as a a company if we get acquired or we ipo or whatever it is one percent of that will go like i don't know if you're familiar with sendgrid um Big companies mm-hmm. got bought by Twilio for billion billions of dollars. Wow! They were a pledge one percent company, and one percent of a multi-billion dollar acquisition. Um, it's pretty good. Extremely meaningful <laughs> for Colorado charities. Yeah, they were a Colorado company. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, lots of great tips there. Thank you for that. Yeah, sorry, that was just a lot. What's the one thing you do? Donate one percent of your equity. Like you say, yeah. Yeah, it's like <laughs> take fast showers. No, like yeah, like uh, you know, there's some, there's a bunch of stuff. So. Yeah, no, I think um, I think you're absolutely right. It's it is important to make these kind of decisions on a day-to-day basis, like save water or yeah. you know, turn off the lights. That, that's helpful, certainly. I think um, ultimately the decisions that we make on a day-to-day basis in terms of what we buy, I, I, mean, I agree with you 100%. It's the consuming. It's the, it, we're, you know, we're Americans from the time that we're old enough to speak, we yeah. consume, right? Like we, you, can, you consume media. You go to Disney World. You give you Mickey Mouse dollars for you to buy your food with. Like you, you know, you, you're ever since you're a little kid, you're just trained to consume. Absolutely. And so we're really, 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 really good consumers. Um, and if you don't have to necessarily change um, that, like you can still be a consumer. 
uh, and you can still have things that you enjoy and that you love. Like our sheets are shameless plug. They're the best sheets you'll ever sleep on. They're fantastic. Like they're like, I, like I fell in love with this product. I'm sold. One. They're the best, but you know, you can have better things that are also sustainable or, you know, Absolutely. you can just, uh, you know, and hot tip for everybody. Like don't buy polyester, like stay away from polyester microplastics are going to kill us all. Like, uh, maybe we don't know, like we're kind of, uh, just figuring out what the long-term results of microplastics and oceans are. Um, but yeah, uh, stay away from polyester, stay away from oil-based synthetics. Um, and, uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's, that's really helpful. And finally where, uh, so you mentioned that you have a, I think this is before we, we started recording that there's, uh, you, you're going to be doing a big launch, uh, in about a week where we'll probably publish this after the launch. So, oh, cool. um, uh, what can people expect? Well, by the time they're listening, this will be part of the, can you pass me a comforter? I'll show you. So, um, so basically we are launching as my team member asking <laughs> this, we are launching a comforter, uh, which crazy. is absolutely enormous. <laughs> and look at this. Perfect like, for the Denver freeze. It's incredible. And so <laughs> this guy is one of the things I'm most excited about um, because it's 100% eucalyptus lyle cell on the shell. So it's extremely, extremely, like it's the softest thing you'll ever touch. And it's super fluffy as well. And that fluffiness is from the internal fiber um and the filling which is 50 percent raw eucalyptus lyocell fiber which is extremely mm. breathable so for hot sleepers it's not going to smother you it's going to you're going to it's going to go through and then it's 50 percent thermally bonded with the lyocell recycled polyester so basically we take plastic bottles that have been discarded we buy them we recycle them uh we turn them into that shredded poly filling and that actually holds heat very well so between the, ther- the thermally bonded lyocell and then the recycled reclaimed polyester from, from plastic bottles that were thrown away that would have wound up in a landfill otherwise, um, we wind up having an incredibly sustainable, uh, both breathable and warm comforter that's super, super, super lightweight, but also really fluffy. And uh, it's just it's the best thing I think that we've ever built. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, I'm just really, really excited about it. And we launched that. Um, end of February. So if this is in March, when somebody's listening to this, um, it's live and, uh, and you just search for sheets and giggles, yeah. uh, eucalyptus comforter sheets and giggles. Um, and or what's the website where people can go, uh, to check it out and buy it. It is sheetsgiggles.com. And if you want to go straight for the comforter, it is sheetsgiggles.com slash C. Uh, the sheets are sheetsgiggles.com slash S. Uh, but, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm in love with this thing. And so, uh, we're actually going to do a fun because we're really, you know, we're an absurd brand. Like we do, we do a lot of ridiculous photo shoots. Um, and so we're actually, them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do some fun stuff this week. So maybe, maybe people listening to this will be able to see it if we get on the website in time, but we're, we're going to be taking this to yoga classes, spin classes, um, oh, other, other, there's going to be like, kind of like, you, know, fun. you never want to, if you can't leave your bed, you know, take it with you type of type of messaging. So, That's um, awesome. yeah, so yeah. What does Harvey think? Harvey? I don't know. What does Harvey think? Harvey, come here, bud. Where is he? Harvey is your... Oh, uh, he's what, my... Oh, jeez. Hang on. Uh, it's okay. Harvey, come here. Come <laughs> on, bud. Harvey's my mascot. So, or our mascot. So, you go on our website and you go to... Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, sheetsgiggles.com slash Harvey. 
you will see my dog Harvey. He's kind of our, our main star. He's in a lot of our uh, photos. He's a very good model. He's a very cheap model. That's why I love him. He's, he's got a very afford, affordable retainer. He also does, he also does, um, he has a good model, model face. Oh, thank you. He's uh, he gets, takes it from his father. So he's, uh, he's like, just, he's like, he, you know, it's kind of one of those dogs just kind of trust you completely because he's a very good boy. There's no reason not to trust you. And, um, I got him a shelter, um, oh, about three so years sweet. ago now, uh, three or four years ago. And he's, uh, he's just been so great for us. We put a little bathrobe on him. Um, he loves sleeping. He's half dachshund, half Jack Russell. And he just, he, when he do photo shoots for S and G, he's out like a light. And so, um, he loves Perfect. It. Yeah, yeah. Makes it really easy. Yeah. Oh, he's falling asleep right now. Literally. <laughs> yeah. He's just literally going to bed. So yeah. Just too much, too much work. <laughs> yeah. Too much. Yeah. All in day's work. Yeah. Awesome, Colin. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed the talk. It's, um, I love the work you're doing. I love the, how, you, how you're, like you said, you're baking in all of this sustainability into the whole thing without trying to say the word DNA. Um, <laughs> plus, as a fellow pun lover, um, it's, it's just amazing. So, Thanks, um, I yeah, I love the work you're doing. And I think um, just best of luck with, with the launch of, of the comforter and, and with getting up and running in Alabama too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun adventure this year. 2020 is going to be a big year for us. So, um, like yeah, we said four, four sites, 2020. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and thanks so much, Dan. I appreciate you having me on the, the podcast and hopefully this was a fun episode for people. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it was really cool to talk to Colin and hear all the work that he's he's doing. So if you want to check out the website, if you want to buy their sheets and comforters, they also have pillows and all other types of bedding uh, and blankets and things, you can go to sheetsgiggles.com and you can follow them on social media at sheetsgiggles. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, Give us a five-star review on your podcast listening uh, thing of choice. (laughs) And um, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit subscribe. And if you want to, share this with your friends so they they can learn about some of the cool projects that sustainability champions around the world are working on to heal our planet. So thank you very much. And also, our social media is at Sustainability Matters Today. So thank you again and talk to you soon.